Hi everyone, welcome to Coffee Table Talks. Mmm, that's good. Today I'm coming to you from the coffee table of my car. And I'd like to talk to you about how we can know that God exists. Can we know that God exists? If someone were to ask you, how do you know God exists? Would you be able to tell them right away, well, this is how I know, outside of the Bible. So we've been looking at that. And so a um, couple things we've been looking at that are really important. So just want to make this as simple as possible so that we can have at our disposal these quick answers that we can fire off when somebody were to ask us that. And also so that we would know and have confidence in our own faith. So how do we know God exists? Ecclesiastes 3.11 says that God has written eternity on our hearts. What that means is that instinctually in us, we know that God exists. However, we often and people can often suppress the truth, as Romans chapter 1 says, where we push down the obvious, we suppress it, we actively do something to ignore it because we don't want to come uh, to the place where we have to acknowledge there's a creator. So, a couple things. Uh, Number one, how can we know God exists? Is there proof God exists? Number one, uh, the cosmos. The cosmos argument. That's uh, the, the argument that um, how did we get here? How did everything get there? It's more reasonable to believe that we got here through a creator than through other means or other, other explanations. What are those other possible explanations? Number one, the universe always existed. Everything that we know has always been here. Well, science has debunked that already. You may have heard of the Big Bang Theory. Um, overwhelmingly, convincingly, the scientific community has said that the world started at a certain point. Well, that's great. So then the second thing is uh, it didn't exist, and then it did exist. How did it get here? Well, uh, it, another argument or explanation is, well, it, it came from nothing. Well, we know something can't come from nothing. So there, that, that's off the table. So the next thing is it must have been something created by someone or something outside of time, space, and matter. And there you go. That's God. That's the God that we know. He's eternal. He's always existed. That's one of the reasons he's God. And so we have a creator, Genesis 1-1, right off the bat in the Bible explains that. So that's the cosmos argument. It starts with a C. So remember that cosmos world starts with a C. The second argument is the anthropic argument. A starts with an A, anthropic argument. So what is that? Well, the universe seems to be very finely tuned. It seems to be really dialed in for life that humans can can live here. Uh, if you had a fish tank and you're going to have certain kind of fish, so you'd have to decide are you going to have salt water or fresh water. And then um, you'd have to have the right kind of fish for the right kind of water. You'd have to have the right size tank, the right temperature, the right algae, the right food for the fish. All those things uh, in a very small way, it shows that you can't have a freshwater fish live in salt water and vice versa and all those things. So um, the anthropic argument is that everything seems like it's so fine-tuned. Distance from the sun, um, the mass of um, atoms the speed of light, the energy of carbon, um, the tilting of the earth, the rotation of the earth, gravity, um, all those things are all perfectly set for human life. So that's the next thing. That points to a designer. The last thing 
I want to say is then our last argument. I'm going to call it the design argument. So C-A-D to help you remember cosmos, anthropic, and D, design. What does that mean? Well, the universe seems to have a specific design. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, recently, I went to Petra, Jordan. And at this place, there's these rock formations. Uh, it's an amazing amazing things to, to go visit and as you uh, walk through there you see these amazing rock formations and and beautiful different you know things that uh that that you see there and then you come to this thing called the treasury and you notice a difference this treasury right away you know somebody made this so you have columns you have doors you have squares and shapes and designs and things built into this it's obvious that you have these this big rock formation and then you have this something that got somebody made you know automatically saying who did that and somebody did that well that's the design argument so another example is if you go to the beach well you go to the beach and uh what do you see um you see sand you see wet sand you see dry sand you see wind blowing the sands different shapes different formations and you don't think much but then you come across something that looks like a sand castle it, it looks like uh somebody did that somebody took a bucket and turned it upside down somebody had a little shovel and um a little rake and dug around and made some there's design there and so that points to somebody that did that and so um, in creation, we have like the design of my car. The more sophisticated it is, the more it points to expertise and people that knew what they were doing in robotics. Ro robots today, you think that, well, that, that robot, somebody had expertise, somebody had knowledge, somebody uh, was able to use their skills to put all that together. So that's the argument from design. So in this world we live in, we look at the design of it. Somebody uh, with the details that we see in in the universe is we see there's a design well what about the human body wow that's that's an amazing design you look at at our eyes there's two million moving parts um darwin himself said that it's an absurdity that we would think that the eye evolved because of that the intricacies our brain there's a hundred million neurons in our brain um our arteries our veins our capillaries all those we have 60,000 miles of those inside of our little body think about that um the distance across the united states is maybe 3,000 miles we have 60,000 um circulatory components for our blood and our and our bodies and then you get down to a, a little lower we have 37 trillion um, cells in our body and million of those cells are being made every day and inside of each of those cells is our DNA which is the information that controls all this and so um, so this design argument is just an amazing argument it's something that you can have at your disposal and say you know what it makes more sense that this didn't occur randomly but there is a designer that there, there's somebody intricately putting this all together and working this all together. And so I just want to give you that encouragement today and um, let you know that there is proof. It's more reliable and more logical to know that that existence as we know it came from a designer. All points to God. All points to our God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who 
all things were created through him, by him, and for him. And so I pray and hope that you know this God, Jesus Christ, personally. And I pray that this will give you some uh, encouragement to know that what we be- believe is not just a random blind faith, tooth fairy, Santa Claus type of thing. It's we We believe because it's the most logical thing to believe and it's not just a feeling it's not an emotion but it's the it's the most realistic real logical thing and god has written that eternity in our heart don't suppress it don't ignore it but receive the love of christ who loves us and has given us everything that we need for our faith so god bless you i love you and we'll talk to you soon